You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Second annual nine to five Z's because they were such a hit that we wanted to do them again. Sure, we're, where we make up categories that loosely fit Fantasia films, and then we arbitrarily award. Arbitrary. We thought really hard about these. You sure did. Yes. Full five to ten minutes before recording <laughs> this episode. Whatever. The categories have been up on the site for at least three days. So and if I helped. And everybody helped. So if you've been following along in the home game, you are aware that our first category is Sophie. Take it away. Nope. The first category is. Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Monumental Stupidity. Nominee number one is Son of Sardar, where someone purposefully slips on pickle juice to fake a back injury, because Bollywood. (laughs) Number two is Evangelion 3.0, where Shinji Ikari taking the giant evil spears out of the angel's corpse, while everyone on either side of the fight is telling him that is a terrible idea. (laughs) Number three, (laughs) Dead Experiment, with he himself experimenting... Is experiencing? Experiencing is a word. Yes, it is a word. The possible horrible side effects of coming back from the dead. The guy tries to resurrect his girlfriend's dead dog to try and make her happy. It's a dead fucking dog. Who won, Sophie? The winner is Dead Experiment. Yeah, this is like doubly so. We we, we talked about the Dead Experiment on the podcast. Yeah. Just how fucking stupid all of these characters were <laughs> just in general nobody seemed to realize or understand the importance that they could bring people back from the dead you know it just seems silly or me. the ramifications of it so just in the yeah. middle being like i know what'll cheer her up and then they, like, <laughs> i'm they, gonna they, bring they, her dog back and dig up her dog like it's buried in the backyard and then try to like perform the procedures so yeah that's not emotional scarring for life not fucking at all. stupid <laughs> uh category this, number two the first inaugural William Shakespeare Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Dialogue. Okay, so I'm going to try to do impersonations of all oh, of these. Oh, you should do all three of them. Okay, <laughs> first one. Is, yeah. Feels like somebody stuck a big thumb up my ass, and it hurts, and I've got to figure out a way to get it out of there. Of course, from Samurai Cop. It, it's like Hamlet. <laughs> it's it, fucking poetry. Yeah. Light brings darkness. What sweet irony. I don't even know how that line was delivered, but imaginarium. Yeah, you got it. It's imaginarium. Imaginarium. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know clowns could die from the machine when a robot kills a clown who turns out to be a human. But she couldn't tell the difference because she's a robot. And the winner is, I mean, like, fucking, you heard it. It's Samurai Cop. Yay, yeah. Like, Samurai it's so Cop. good. And I feel that that line was, like, at least partially ad-libbed. Like, yeah, that when guy we were was like, I'm going to fucking this. put this line There was also, over. like, ten lines from Samurai Cop that easily all could have taken first <laughs> place in this particular category. Shakespeare has nothing on whoever put <laughs> Samurai Cop together. This has got everything. It's got thumbs, gonna, it's got ass, it's winner. I was going to say, but it's not even, like, I don't even think there's a real writer. Like, I don't think the writer of Samurai Cop wrote most of the dialogue. So <laughs> we're just, the, the actors just bumbled through whatever he had or whatever on his cue card. Right. just didn't come out of their mouths you know it was like he wrote one thing and something totally different about asses and thumbs came out it doesn't <laughs> even matter uh category three 
Captain Mopey Morose, protagonist. Yep, that's right. So our first nominee we go, is... We go to our, ca- our Captain Mopey Morose, John. Expert. <laughs> Shinji Ikari in uh, Evangelion 3.0 for being generally whiny about everything, even though he's clearly fighting to save all of humanity. Although, you know, that, that applies to every film Shinji Ikari is in. Right. Uh, Ash in Vessel, who's just a mopey mope face. I mean, he talks to aliens, and it's cost him his emotions. He can't feel anything anymore. <laughs> for like two hours. And then Mickey in the Battery for having never killed a zombie in a zombie yes. apocalypse and then somehow hoping to find love and listening to sad music all day and wandering around being mopey mcmope face yep yep and the winner is ash in vessel this was such a challenging category because all three of these were were just like <laughs> yep you know huge, it was huge like mopes huge <laughs> mopes from the 80s wearing black gothy trench coat crap but well, but ash was just so mopey well you all said movie long. the entire like like Vessel on the whole was a framing device for a big emo named Ash, right? That's right. Like, they created a film around a big emo guy. I think, I think these words are Scots. Ash and Vessel is a mopey mope face. And it, <laughs> really, it sums it up so well. Yeah. I, I feel there was Mickey in the Battery was a, was a strong runner up there. Oh, he you're, sure just, was. you're just watching this movie and you're like, like he doesn't remember. even he yeah. doesn't even seem to like fully like respect or appreciate the fact that he's only alive because his best friend kills zombies. Oh my for god, him. he's such a dickbag. I remember whining at him so much mm-hmm. because I, when I was watching this with John. I was just yelling. He's like, oh my yeah. god, Fucking I hate people like this. Grow a pair. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, category number four. Creative uses for objects not designed for murder. Number one is a stop sign swung like an axe and killing two guys at once in Bounty Killer. Nice. Number two, burning someone alive with a jetpack. Again, Bounty Killer. <laughs> Number three is running a zombie over with a sweet-ass Trans Am in Zombie Hunter. Such a sweet Trans Am. <laughs> And the winner is Bounty Killer with Stop Sign Swung Like an Axe. It's a pretty sweet scene. I'm killing yeah. two people in one two swing. Two people in one swing, man. It's, yep. it, yeah. it's kind of telling that Bounty Killer gets nominated twice. Well, In the, the same category. The entire yeah. film is about hunting down corporate bounties, right? Mm-hmm. Like It's like uh, people who can't pay their, like, their corporate debts. So there's just the whole film's about killing, just yep. nonstop. A little bit like Zombie Hunter, actually, like just nonstop killing. Those How movies, fitting. Those movies are gonna take this category. Yep. <laughs> Not bad. Next category. Award for excessive testicular fortitude. Now this is actually a callback to last year's. Yeah, we had one. We, we had this yeah. is a, this is, I think the first one. Oh no, we had monumental stupidity. Yeah. So yeah, testicular fortitude is a, the second time we're gonna award it. So there's the hunter. Being impaled by a mega zombie and then holding a detonating grenade in his hands and still not dying after all of that. Did he lose his hand? I don't even think so. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Number two. After spending an indeterminate amount of time trapped in a car surrounded by zombies with a bullet in his leg, eating canned food and pissing into bottles, Ben decides he's going to get his sweet, sweet vengeance in the battery. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Actual actor. (laughs) Barack Hardley for agreeing to film a fight scene with legitimate crazy person Gary Busey in Bounty Hunter. <laughs> no, Bounty I, Killer. I gotta say, it wasn't yeah. even it wasn't even a fight scene. It was him getting his ass kicked. So he's getting Gary beat Busey. up by Gary Busey. Yep. All right. That's pretty much all it was. And that's that's our winner. Though. Oh yeah. Yes. Our winner is because I feel that Barack Hardley was in actual danger when he decided <laughs> to get into a fight scene with Gary Busey. Well, as he said, it went as well as it could have gone, as you would expect. Well, is, is Mr. Hardly still alive? Because yeah. I feel that, that that's a well, victory. Busey certainly is. Exactly. <laughs> Busey definitely is. Uh, our next category. Best moment where your jaw hits the floor because what the fuck? That's right. So, uh, number one would be VHS 2, where an actual fucking demon comes crawling out of some girl's vagina. Um, <laughs> vagina number makes two... 
would be thanatomorphose, where a girl sits around decomposing for a few days, a dude shows up, so for no reason she cheats on her boyfriend, blows him, and while she's blowing him, he's fingering a hole in her head, and then when he finishes, he looks down, realizes how disgusted he is at what's going on, and then he decides to leave, and you're sitting there like, what did I just fucking watch? (laughs) And then... Uh, number three would be in the actual theater piece, Lucifer in History of the Devil, a mentally challenged girl rapes Lucifer. Practically rapes him. Practically. 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 Rapes him. Yeah. Practically well, rapes. Well, it's a stage piece, right? So actual rape on stage. Yeah, would be that a would. That, show. that actually might have won. We did, <laughs> however, give the winning category to VHS two, and and the build up to this is just wonderful because you think it's going to be a creepy cult movie, then you're like, oh no, it's a creepy pedophile cult movie, and then you're like, oh no, it's a creepy suicide pedophile cult movie, and then a girl lies down on a table and a gigantic fucking for realsies demon crawls out of her vagina. It, so good. It's so out what of nowhere, and it was perfect. <laughs> VHS two was great start to finish. Yeah. That was a, like there's four, that was, was like four? four 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 vignettes. I yeah. think. I almost want to give it to this one. The the this the, the really, best was the best one, but I really yeah. really liked the. Um, the they they were all very special. They're all very very, very good. HS2 yeah. is one of the one of our higher recommended films of the totally. best. I think. Category number six: Achievement in Human Truncation at the Neck. Yep, uh, World's End is a number one nominee here. Simon Pegg accidentally tears the head off a local t- teenager in a in a, what's it called? Where Urinal. The guys pee. Where the boys pee. Where the boys go wee wee. <laughs> Uh, number two in uh, Curse of Chucky, police use the jaws of life to get a priest out of a car wreck, and when they do, his head rolls off. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, last one in Zombie Hunter, chainsaw-wielding clown who may have been driven crazy by eating the flesh of a zombie, uh, decapitates a stripper and throws her head uh, at her heroes. Yeah, I really, I really need to stress that it's really unclear as to why that zombie clown or the chainsaw wielding clown is crazy. Like uh-huh. it's just really glossed over. But apparently, they're either eating people or eating zombies. Who knows? But they're oh, crazy. Who knows? Anyways, and the winner is Curse of Chucky. It was yeah. really great. It was a big. It was a good build up. It was like it wasn't just a sudden like instant moment of gore. It was like a build up of you're like I know something terrible is gonna happen because this priest is stuck in this mangled car wreck uh-huh. and then when they like use the jaws of life to like tear the sheet metal of the car apart his head just like just like rolls right <laughs> off it. oh, that's so just good. awful it's so good and it's like it's like again it's a build up to a decapitation these those other two are just shock decapitations no no they were they, but i mean the first one was just funny but the other no ones flair were like, hey. artistic yeah. thought or into the no decapitation integrity. keeping it rolling most captivating, super long single shot. Yep, this one is exciting because these are all actually really for realsies film creations. So, number one would be in the battery where there's a 10 minute long uh, single shot of Benny sitting in the back of the car, not sure if his life is over, if his friend is dead, or what he's going to do, or how he's going to deal with the horde of zombies surrounding him. It was super intense. Um, the next one is Willow Creek, where the campers are sitting in a tent getting assaulted by Sam Squanches for 20 minutes while Sam Squanch. you don't know what's going on all around them, and it's getting knocked in, and it's as intense as, um, as what do you call it? High tension? Yeah, like high tension for 20 <laughs> minutes. It was incredible. Oh, and it was directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. And um, the th- number three nominee is Haley, where Alberto wakes up naked in the morgue, and there's a mortician kind of like hankering around while Alberto's corpse is just kind of sitting there wondering what to do with himself, and the shot just goes on and on. It is super intense. That's weird. Yep. Our winner? And the winner is a Benny in the back of the car in the battery. Yes! It was so freaking good, so intense. The man smokes an entire cigarette, and, you know, like, think about sitting there watching a guy smoke an entire right. cigarette, and it is 
grippingly intense the whole he's, way through. He sells it so hard. He sells dude. it. Like I so love, hard. I love the fact that like he's like he goes and he like you can tell he's putting on his like his brave face when he's talking yeah. to Mickey right before. Totally. And then after Mickey goes, you just see him like. You see him fall apart for the first for time. For the yeah. first time, totally. Movie. It's like, great, and he fidgets just fucking beautifully. It's, it's fucking it was a great scene. Fan. Masterpiece. Fantastic. Yeah. Category number nine. Best application of whatever science. <laughs> this is our first, you know, scientific award. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so whatever, man. Science. Uh, pretty much the entire plot of OXV, the manual, where they create an entire system of science about how lucky people are, and then apply like the rules of physics to this weird science. Yeah, and waves. This is about how people fall in love in relation to the science. Like the movie is about made-up science that doesn't actually exist. <laughs> Pretty well done. Yeah, it was great. Uh, next nominee is Return to Newcomb High, where after the students eat radioactive traumorganic food, a modified wheelchair is formed, a three-foot penis monster is formed, a tentacle baby bursts out of a woman's belly. I forgot to mention that she also sprays poisonous lactation out of her tits. Yeah. And like, a huge amount of other stuff just keep just happening mm-hmm. <laughs> in return to Newcomb High because whatever, science. Uh, and number three nomination is The Vessel where because of science, aliens only talk to mopey morose faces. <laughs> and then when aliens talk to you, it makes you more mopey and morose and it drains your sense of taste. Yeah, whatever. And whatever, science. The Vessel was crazy. <laughs> so basically it turns humanity into emos. No, 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 no just no, no, select. the people that they The chosen to. few. Oh. The, the chosen vessels. Oh, my you. bad. Yeah. So they have purpose. And then they get so super emo about, oh, I'm so special. Of course they do. Uh, I'm the only person who talks to alien and delivers their messages. I wish I had a normal yeah. life. <laughs> Suffice it to say, in terms of the best application, I think basing an entire film around a completely made-up science wins at yep. OXV, the manual. Uh, well-deserved not, I have to say. OXV, we didn't talk about it as much as I feel like we should have, because it was a freaking brilliant film. Super good. We, yeah. we, 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 give us our high, we have it our highest recommendation of it guess, being like a super good date movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a movie where you can judge how smart a girl is by watching it with her. Yep. What? Yes. Yeah. That's right. We haven't watched it with you yet, Sophie, because we're afraid you fail. No, I'm kidding. Also, none of you would date me. Absolutely Pretty much, not. Yeah. 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 And our final category. Most lovable geeks. Yep, and there was a there was a lot of them in this this festival. So uh, nominee number one I was would say the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody we sat with at, yeah. at the theater, listeners like you. Hey. So <laughs> and us. Um, Nominee us. number one would be the Dirties. Of course, Matt and Owen playing Magic the Gathering and ripping on each other with awesome movie quotes and whatever. Uh, nominee number two would be from a rewind this that guy who had a category called pre-sellout Wes Craven in his VHS collection <laughs> and he had like a whole stack of movies in there and his interview was amazing and so was his film room that yeah. was like clearly in his attic and yeah photos. yeah he like recreated the exact attic you wish you had when you were a kid yep and then um, the most level geeks number three would be Bounty Killer Jack LeMans for wanting to be a gun caddy which is like a golf caddy but you know he carries around guns and he, and he was so intense about it. Well, that's what he wanted more than anything else. More than in the anything whole else. Oh, I hope he wins. He's well, my favorite. <laughs> Sophie, I love to disappoint you. It is, <laughs> in fact, going to be Matt and Owen from The Dirties. Damn because it. they were intensely lovable up to and including the moment where they go on a school killing rampage. Uh, that's so much. charming. Yeah. It's true. They it's were, shocking like, how. I, 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 got, I wrote this in my, in my review how, yeah. like, throughout the entire film, you're just like. Really, really hoping they don't go through with it. Totally, you know, like you know, like you basically can tell from the trailer that they do go through with it. Yep. 
but you're just like, oh, I really like these kids. Don't really, do it, kids. Don't do it. Things get better outside of high they school. They totally kids. do. Uh, so that was the nine to five Z's. Do we? I think we should maybe just go around movies that we really, really, really recommend. I mean, the yeah. Dirties. The Dirties, absolutely. That, Bounty that. Killer. Yeah. Bounty Killer. VHS two. VHS two is a fantastic horror thriller. OXV the Manual is a movie like t- it's a totally good date movie. It was smart. It was funny. It was like sciencey. Sarah was, really really liked it. It too. was brilliant. Sarah yeah. was like halfway through the film, she was like, "I really enjoy what we're watching." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had that inside of like ten minutes. You're like, "Oh, I'm watching something really good right here." That's yeah. what's happening right now. I'm watching a good movie. That's <laughs> how I felt about the battery. The battery. Yeah, the, the battery, battery is another. Was another totally like that I think, too. I guess maybe another a nod to Willow Creek too. Yeah, Willow Creek. Was super pleasant surprise. Very, very surprisingly good film. Yeah. So that's it for our coverage of Fantasia, guys. And I helped. Ah, I can bang. I guess we're looking forward to 2014 Fantasia. Sure. Hopefully they keep letting us do this because it's so much fun. It is. Yay. Thanks, Fantasia. And also, Scott isn't here right now, but thanks, Scott, because he went and saw a bunch of movies and wrote a whole bunch of stuff on the site, too. He sure did. And he voted. He's being a dad. Yeah. And this has been 9 to 5 Ghost Fantasia. Take care, everybody. Please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have fine arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.